0: Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you all had an amazing Christmas yesterday. You'll notice in today's episode, I don't have an intro or an outro. The reason being because I'm making a few changes to it. But anyways, I really didn't want that. It should be the one factor holding me back from not making another episode. So today's topic is going to be about the one major factor, the one major cause of weight gain and diseases. And that's inflammation. Now the word inflammation gets thrown around quite often and I doubt that people understand it completely. So I wanted to briefly touch on the topic of inflammation before I go on and talk about other things such as weight gain, diabetes, Alzheimer's, etc. In short and sweet words, inflammation is the body's response to threat and injury and it is necessary for all defense repair. And it can be, I mean inflammation can be of two types, chronic or acute. We'll get to chronic in a second, but first let's talk about acute systemic inflammation. Why does it happen? What is it? Let's say you get into an accident or you bump your knee or you cut your finger. That's when acute inflammation takes place. In response to which, cytokines such as interleukins are secreted by the cells, which drives the body to have an appropriate and balanced immune response. Now the hallmark of acute inflammation is Redness, swelling, warmth in the region, in the affected region, and pain. And this usually lasts for a few hours. It's the first line of defense of the body. The white blood cells reach the affected region to avoid the penetration of harmful bacteria. And it also is the initiation of the process of healing. So, in acute cases, inflammation is so very necessary, without which we'll just bleed to death. Now, speaking of Chronic inflammation Speaking of some of the most common symptoms of chronic inflammation are Swollen joints, congestion, headaches, diarrhea, acid reflux, depression, lethargy, fatigue, skin rashes, itchiness, bloating, poor memory, irritability, brain fog And then these go on to become diseases such as diabetes, atherosclerosis, asthma, multiple sclerosis, cancer, Alzheimer's So what happens in chronic inflammation? Well, there are some things called as free radicals and they are generated by infections, toxins, radiation, high blood glucose levels, etc. And they are also generated by normal human metabolism, also such things as exercise. But it's not bad in a way because it's really necessary for us to have this. For example, you might have heard of phenols, flavonoids, alkaloids, and they are Always known to be healthy. They are pro oxidants that trigger antioxidant function. And antioxidants, again, you might be knowing about mostly the antioxidants that we consume through foods such as vitamin C. But there are also endogenous antioxidants such as glutathione, superoxide dismutase, nitric oxide, bilirubin, catalase, etc. So, what happens here? Free radicals actually lack electrons and cause biochemical oxidation. On the other hand there are antioxidants that quench the thirst of lack of electrons in free radicals and this creates a healthy balance it's called redox homeostasis trouble happens when there is an imbalance over here it's either due to lack of antioxidants or it's either due to too much of free radicals basically too much of oxidation because oxidation happens due to the damage of A damage that's caused by these free radicals so what kind of damage are we looking at that free radicals cause they damage the cell membranes they damage proteins and even cause unabated dna damage which is a precursor to most cancers it so happens that our internal dna repair processes become less and less effective as we age while on the other hand poor nutrition or absorption Due to other gut issues reduces our capability to repair oxidative damage so let me sum it up acute inflammation is healthy since it's a body's response to threat and injury for necessary defense repair and healing but chronic is not good and episodic oxidative stress creates redox homeostasis which is in a way a balance to maintain the muscle of antioxidant function and inflammation is when this balance is disturbed. So as I mentioned, the causes of chronic inflammation ranges from toxins to stress. And when I say stress, I even mean things like loneliness or surgery, trauma, mental stress, or even stress from insufficient sleep. So these things kind of weaken the immune system. However, one area that is widely ignored, especially in conventional medicine, is the inflammation that originates in the gut. It can happen due to a very common factor, which is insufficient stomach acid, especially with our modern lifestyle or modern eating habits, which involves having copious amounts of liquid along with our meals, especially alkaline liquids. This, this actually interferes with our digestion and even affects our stomach acid levels. And this sadly is misinterpreted by conventional doctors as being excessive stomach acid. Then on the other hand it can also happen due to consuming foods that we have grown sensitive to or consuming fast foods or foods that contain additives and other toxins and can also happen due to gut dysbiosis. Gut dysbiosis is wherein there can be an imbalance in our microbiome due to overgrowth of some bacteria be it good or bad Or it can be due to pathogenic overgrowths or fungal infections or even parasites. Or it can even happen due to enhanced intestinal permeability or popularly known as leaky gut. So in order to lose weight, the solution is not getting on diets. It's not calories in or calories out. Though there can be other things involved. But we can start by addressing chronic inflammation. And by doing this, we'll be taking a huge step in the betterment of our health and the prevention of diseases and even managing them well. So in short, how can we get rid of chronic inflammation? It's first by concentrating on our gut health, reducing our stress levels, getting sufficient sleep, not consuming excessive sugars, basically by consuming nutrient-dense foods, whole foods, which are derived from nature by consuming good meats, good quality meats, grass fed meats, poultry, and by making sure that all of this is in place, not only will we get exogenous antioxidants, we'll also be making sure that our endogenous antioxidant production and function is in place. Basically maintaining the redox homeostasis, the balance. So that's it for today. So now in the upcoming episodes when I'm talking about inflammation, whether it's in relation to heart health or gut health or diabetes or anything else, you will have a better understanding. So take care and I'll see you at the next episode. Until then, stay healthy, stay happy.